Thank you for listening. This is uh, DJ Nocturna, and you're tuned in to Queen of Wands podcast. And I'm here talking to Lonnie Della Pena. Aloha. How are you? Thank you so Good. much for uh, for accommodating us. Thanks for coming. And, I appreciate uh, it. Look at all these wineries, all these wine bottles, and uh, this place is amazing. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's beautiful. We love it up here. For I sure. know. I love it. I'm gonna have to take my shades. I'm just putting this on so I can see like how beautiful this place is. Look at that. <laughs> you can check out the. All these, look at all these grapes over here. So are these like, are these particular grapes here? Yes. Are, are they particular? Yep. And you see they're netted there. So they have not been harvested yet for this year. That is our upstate East Coast uh, New York grape, which is the Cayuga White. Uh -huh. And we started planting that here in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a colder climate grape. So that is up on the hill, catching some of that wind from Mauna Kea, which is how it gets enough frost. Mm -hmm. And that is a white citrus undertoned um, hybrid grape from Cornell University. Wow, from Cornell University. Mm -hmm. Wow, yep. okay. One of the only uh, East Coast grapes that we have here. We have three from the West Coast from California. That's rootstock that's planted here, and one from New York. Wow. So we are actually doing a wine tasting. Yeah. We're, we're wine tasting different types of grapes. We have the Pinot Noir. We've got, got the Syrah. We've got, and this is a limited edition. I saw this in the wine in the, yes. in the store. And, and we're going to try I'm, some I'm that are 400% estate wines that mm -hmm. have uh, great vintages on them. And we're going to try some of our top sellers, which are some fruit blends with local fruit that's grown on the island. And then also some uh, full grape wines that are some partially California and partially our estate. And so some classic, some vintages, wow. and dessert wines on the end as well. Oh, I love dessert wines. Yeah. So from what I understand, this is the only winery in Hilo right on the oh, big island in the general big island. Mm -hmm. wow yep. okay and the southernmost in the u.s um which makes it very special and really unique for growing grapes in general just because it is not common that you think of hawaii and you think about grape growing because it does yeah. take seasons mm -hmm. for them they do need frost mm -hmm. and so they have to have a time for dormancy and they have to go to a certain temperature to achieve that so this is a very unique climate where we do reach 33 degrees so nice and cold and frosty. And then we also are 85 in our summertime. So it's a really unique place to grow grapes and harvest grapes. And to yeah. even think about a winery and a vineyard here is, is really amazing. So it's, it's almost like Napa weather, right? Similar. I would say that it's more rainforest. Yep. The only oh. difference between California and Hawaii is the amount of rain that we get. Oh. So being at this um, elevation gives us that frost, but we do have still rainforest rainfall which is about 70 inches of rain a year which for normal vineyards that's quite a lot so the, wow. the solid lava rock that also goes into this estate is how we're able to do it super porous doesn't retain any of that water mm -hmm. but uh, it, it's quite unique with the different minerality that comes from the volcano and the lava rock too so you know I, 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 I checked out your website and I love that saying about volcanic fire and the bounty of the island so mm -hmm. there's a lot of fruit um, that's uh, that's in the wine right Mm -hmm. You guys incorporate fruit in the wine? Two. Yeah. Yep. Two uh, local fruits. Both of them are not indigenous Hawaii, unfortunately, but we love to make use of them. And mm -hmm. uh, we have one that is a Chibochicaba berry, which is a Brazilian berry that the Portuguese brought here a few hundred years yeah, ago. It goes wild at. here. And that is a nice tart bark berry that resembles a Concord grape, so it ferments great like that. And it's a lower residual berry, so mm -hmm. it gives us more of your chalky tannins and like your tart cranberry tones. And so that's going to come through on two of our wines, the Volcano Red and the Volcano Blush, in different percentages. And then we also have a Hawaiian guava blend, which offers you local guavas from Kapoho, 60%. Oh, wow. And so that's kind of a totally different kind mm -hmm. of uh, sweeter wine that's one of our top sellers as well. So those are the only two local fruits we use. The rest are all grape. Okay. And okay. two honey. So two yeah, honey. Yeah, two honey. I love yeah. that honey. So any particular kind of honey? Macadamia nut. Oh, <clears> from 100%. Hawaii. From Hawaii, the honey. South side of Kona, macadamia nut honey. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's one strain macadamia honey, which makes a difference. A lot of times when you get honey and you ferment it, it can be um, fruit blends mm -hmm. or wildflower honey, which makes a totally different taste. This is going to come through nutty and a little bit more on the buttery side, naturally just from the honey. It's very blonde and golden. Wow, that sounds, that sounds delicious. But you ready to try a little wine? Sure. Okay, absolutely. so I'm going to take you dry to sweet okay. as we talk about these guys. And okay. this is one of my favorites. Uh, we have four varietals of grapes that grow here mm -hmm. on the property. Um, one of the four is our Pinot Noir. And uh, they, we have a really nice field, two fields of Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. And everything is hand harvested, collected by buckets, walked out to the end, um, hand pressed and squeezed. So this is a very laborious of love kind of wine and we love it so a lot of Hawaiian hands go into making this wine for sure and the first one we're going to try is our estate 100% Pinot Noir 
Um, and these are going to be vintages that we're going to try right up first. So we're going to try the driest. And a lot of people have the misconception that we are only making sweet wines here. And that is not true. So this is one of my favorites. And this is going to offer you 2017, which I assisted in harvesting, which is really mm. fun for us to taste. Yay. And um, it is a lighter bodied Pinot Noir. Okay. The color coming through on this is going to be nice and light, almost like a dark cherry tone that comes through on this guy. Um, and you're going to get French oak, real nice coming through on the finish, not overwhelming. You're going to see that color is nice and light and it's almost bright on the palate you're going to get a little bit of effervescence coming through on this one as well smoky from the estate as well so 2017 there was still oh. lava and glow happening in halima mo wow. which also makes this super you're talking about the fire and the abundance we are two miles away from Holly Mo Crater. So when you talk about the lava flow, we felt every shake and rumble that happened wow. here on this property. And uh, these grapes are rocking and rolling during this year for sure. And they offer more sulfuric kind of value from that crater and what it emits out there. And that's gonna give us more of that smoke right up front on the nose as well. But this is a very dry, clean mm -hmm. Pinot Cheers. Noir. Has a very, Cheers. thank you. Cheers. Very clean Cheers. palette on this one. Very light, you're getting that bright, Acidity right up front on this guy. Hmm. Mm. Naturally smoky. You're gonna get real light French oak on this one. We don't want to over oak it. We want to really reveal this estate and what it has to offer as well as that volcanic minerality. Mm -hmm. So this is coming through very natural and um, we very lightly filter these. So you are gonna get more of your unfiltered side for this. Lovely, I love it. So it's limited edition. Tell us again why it's limited edition. Very small batches. So we have a filled of Pinot Noir, mm -hmm. Syrah, mm -hmm. Symphony, and Cayuga White. When we do 100% estates, we're looking at maybe 100 cases that can come uh, max um, from those little vineyards. So this is a very small, limited qu uh, quantity that we can get of our full 100% estate wines. And so limited means after we're out this year, you will never see this year again. And that's the only time you can buy it. You know, I love limited edition anything, limited mm -hmm. edition, especially when it comes to wine. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And you, and you can keep it. You can definitely sell it this. You, yeah, you can keep it and yeah. then drink it like in five years. Yep. And it's even more limited edition. Absolutely. <laughs> no one else probably yeah. would have the bottle already drank it already. So yeah. <laughs> very amazing. limited amazing. for sure. So the other Pinot Noir we're going to try is going to be 100% Carneros. Mm. Carneros is um, prized for its Pinot Noir in California. And we have a buyer that goes and selects these grapes for us. And it's going to show you the comparison of the estate that we grow here of Pinot Noir and the one from California. Now, the fermentation is still going to happen all here on the property. These come in flash frozen, mm -hmm. okay. um, French oak pressed. Everything happens here. The only thing we get is the grapes on this one. So this is 100% California here. But you're going to notice a difference in clarity. It's a little darker for sure. You're going to get more of the skin tannins. And that's what happens here on the property because of the amount of rainfall that we get. Mm -hmm. You're not getting as those dark, heavy tannins in the skin, which is why it comes through a lot lighter on the palate as well. That's that rainforest property here. So I'm just going to flip this. So I don't know if you guys noticed as we were driving in, Mauna Loa was on our left-hand side. And on a clear day, you can see Mauna Kea on the right, which is yeah. what this road means, the big two mountains. So wow. it's a very beautiful property to be sitting at the foothills of Mauna Loa, but on Kilauea. So it's you're, a you're very, very fortunate to be here. This is a beautiful place, place. For sure. It's a very beautiful place. Thank so you. if anybody is um, in Hilo, this is the place to go for wine. If you want really yeah, and if you're in Kona, you can still made. drive over too, for sure. If you're on the Big Island in general and you want to stop at, you know, an older winery that's been here and planting since 1986. Um, and we've been open since 93. So all of our grapes are well matured and mm -hmm. we offer a really unique tasting line for and, sure. And it says right there it's for sale in Hawaii only, right? Yes. So this for is a these, very exclusive. Uh, for sure. For our estate and limited bottles, mm -hmm. we do not distribute to the local stores on the island. Mm -hmm. You basically have to get it directly from the winery. We do distribute throughout the Hawaiian Islands for some of our classic wines. Uh, but for these guys, because they're limited small batches, you will not see them. So. But you can direct them for, ship them directly from the winery if you would oh, like. Oh, good, good. Yep. Yep. So this is our limited same year 2017 so you're looking at a harvest from california and you just tasted the harvest from hawaii so we're going to compare those two and you're going to notice a little darker quality and more of a plum yeah, note that. that comes from this that. one for sure um they lightly filter this one as well but it is going to give us a little bit more of your smoky peppery tones that you'd commonly get from your california grape and this is going to be more california style okay you know i, I like i like to toast all the time for good luck please yeah 
Cheers. Cheers. Wow, I like this one. Mm -hmm. Still a different fermentation that you would get though if you were in Lodi or in those kind of areas because we do everything here. And the French oak that we use for mm -hmm. the first Pinot Noir that we tried and also our estate Syrah is the same. So we reuse our oak, which doesn't give you that more subtle uh, oh. finish than right up front on the palate. And this is, uh, for wine pairing, this is amazing with, with the food available in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. All these amazing restaurants. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Nice filet mignon with this one, it would be amazing. Or even like your um, seared ahi and salmon dishes mm -hmm. with this would be really fantastic. So how long has the winery uh, been here? So the original owner was a retired veterinarian from actually Waianae, Wahoo. Mm -hmm. And him and his family started to plant here and they created the, the uh, vat room, which is the fermentation room and built that and was a family hobby to start. So never for producing for retail or anything like that. It was always for family consumption. And him and his family had owned it for a few years and they planted a lot of different grapes here. And he ended up meeting our current owner, Del and Marie Butoff, and they acquired the winery from the McKinney family. And uh, they've owned it now for about 19 years. Wow, 19 and years. 19, Volcano Winery has been around for 19 years. Over. So they've yeah. been open wow. since 93. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The actual establishment has been open since 93. And, and, and it's it all this system. entire property. How far does it go back? This is all Kamehameha lease land. Oh. So Kamehameha Ranch land, originally this was for cattle ranching until they realized how many lava tubes were on the property. So a lot of T-bones mm. in a hole. So oh. canceled out the cattling on, the, on this side of the uh, property. And now it's all agricultural land and next door is still coming at schools they do a lot of forestation and hunting mm -hmm. and here it's all 64 acres of agriculture so you're going to see also olives uh, right here on the side of the hill you have and olives here mm -hmm. oh, you yeah, guys grow olives yep these, oh, are yeah? these trees right here up on the side of the oh, vineyard wow. and olives and tea they're and tea. very good to plant near your vineyard they give a great kind of um addition and nutrients to your soil Oh. So they kind of go hand in hand, which is really nice. And that's something from the UH that we're kind of planting and to see if it will go here. So maybe mm -hmm. in the future, some olive oil from Volcano Wine would be really kind yeah, of fun to see great. as well, right? So the, so the tea that's in the wine is also planted mm -hmm. from here? Yeah. Oh, wow. All hand harvested, planted right here on the property. Wow. All Japanese tea. Beautiful estate for the tea as well. With that rain, rainfall, that's what they need. That's what they want. So you can't harvest tea without the flush of, of the rain. That's, that's only overhead. You can't irrigate oh, wow. on the bottom and get new tea. So that's a really interesting fact on that too. All that's right. Amazing. So the next one we're going to try, now that we've had the two Pinot Noirs here, and we're going to try a table version, which is not additionally vintage a little later too. But we're going to go into one of our first hand harvest of our estate Syrah, which is really fun. In 2015 and 16, they hand harvested two small batches of Pinot Noir, blended them together, and let them do a nice bottle aging till 2019. So this one's gonna have a very interesting body. It's a little bit heavier. Mm -hmm. um, it's gonna offer a lot more of your savory kind of tones, almost like sage and fig tones coming through and much more volcanic minerality as well. Look at that. Color on this one, nice and dark for sure. You're gonna get the smokiness yeah, right up it. front on the palate. Um, and this is definitely from our estate as well as the French oak, but was very lightly French oaked. And you're also gonna notice that the clarity is a little hazy on this one, and that's great. We wanna have a little bit less of a filtering on this one to mm. acquire more of that terroir. Amazing. Okay. So, smoky, peppery again, but right. totally different because this is our Syrah instead of the Pinot Noir. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Almost smelling that volcanic rock. Yeah, right I, up yeah, front I can. On this I can. One, I, one I of guess our only wines that's savory. Mm-hmm. No this is this tone. is also a limited edition. Yeah. For sure. So, do yeah. you guys always have a limited edition every year? There's always, uh, there's yes, always but a... if it's in stock, that's a different story. Oh, okay. So, we do release them all in September, whatever we have for that year that it's going to be our new release for our limiteds. Mm -hmm. And before the next release, they're normally sold out. Oh, wow. So, we just released our two Pinot Noirs. The Syrah is actually not available for retail, so this is a special little sampling that we're doing oh, of this. All those. And moving into the next vintage, we're hoping to get that one on the line as well. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Smoky. And, and and you're right. It's not sweet. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yep. It's hard to place any fruit tone in this one. I almost get like a little dried mm -hmm. fig if I was going to go in that kind of dire uh, direction. Yeah, I, I can kind of taste that too. Very herbaceous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can go a little hardier with the pairings on this one because it can really uphold a nice roast or something that's a little bit hardier. So the, the, the Brazilian tree, 
where the uh what is it called ja jacoba Jabo so we always uh -huh. said jaboti kaba okay that one until brazilians came into the winery and said you are massacring that word so it is jabuchi kaba is oh, how they say yeah, it I got, I, and i'm probably still saying it wrong but <laughs> we, we try we try our best but that is a brazilian barkberry that the portuguese brought over here um thinking that it would be more of a fruiting kind of situation that they could use but at different climates it's only ornamental and you're actually looking at a jibochicaba bush right there that little light oh that light one right yellow, there mm -hmm, oh, yellow okay. leafed kind of bushy tree they can grow quite tall though they'll fruit as low as mountain view so just a couple um thousand feet what, what down the elevation like? it, it looks actually just like a concord grape this guy right oh there. right there that's what it looks okay it looks like a little tiny grape and it's actually quite big in size Oh. So this this picture shows you kind of an up close look at oh. it, but they're about con Concord grape size, which is a pretty hefty size berry. Um, but unique tannins on the skin on that one, and mostly Jibochicaba is used in the islands because it grows so wildly for jams and jellies and like oh, they, they pie fillings oh, and okay. things like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. So lower lower uh, sugar residual on that guy. I should know I'm, I'm gonna pour this here because I'll be drunk if I drink the entire thing <laughs> so that's why I'm doing that but uh I, I, I'm enjoying the wine I'm enjoying good. every single wine good yes for people that's looking and saying why why is not not turn not drinking the wine completely because after a few drink I will not be talking <laughs> that's fine it happens we're gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna go through 11 of them so know, no so. problem probably in the in the in the in the eighth one i'll start drinking everything so for this one i'm gonna give us a little rinse real quickly first before we okay, go into okay, the next okay. one so this wine we're gonna go into is actually a symphony grape um and symphony is from california it was actually one of our the, the originating grapes that they planted here mm -hmm. um in the late 80s to see if it was one that could take to the property and the unique thing if you haven't heard of a symphony grape is because it is a hybrid which offers um a very unique peach and apricot tone it's the muscat of alexandria mm -hmm. and grenache tree oh it's ganache. from uc davis california and so this wine was created this grape hybrid was created to be a little bit more climate friendly a tougher durable grape for different mm -hmm. kind of seasons that in california have more drought or we have more rain and different kind of things like that so this is a hardy symphony grape um from uc davis and like i said the muscat of alexandria grenache gris mm -hmm. but in a very dry fermentation so you're gonna get a really nice crisp clean and if we were to produce anything closer to like a pinot grigio this would be the closest we would get to something mm -hmm. like that oh, okay so tasting it, notes on this one though would be more peach and apricot Okay. So very unique and spicy. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan kind of, of uh, Pinot Grigio too. I love okay. Pinot Grigios. So bright city on this one. Yeah, they're they're, they're uh, refreshing. Yes, to me. absolutely. Good hot day I'm wines. A, yeah. Especially Good if you've got wine. a drier palate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice sharp cheese pairing on this one. Something yeah. buttery is amazing. Yeah. Uh, fresh seafood. You always want to go fresh seafood with something with a little bit of a bright acidity and a dry wine for sure. So this symphony is used in all of our blends and we're going to taste this as a hundred percent wine on the dry side a hundred percent wine on the semi-sweet side and because this is one of our originating grapes and also we like the drier side for blending we're going to use this guy as the base for the guava and the volcano red and the jibochicaba berry blends oh wow okay okay toast cheers so this is going to smell a lot fruitier than yeah, it actually finishes it. i like this actually yeah yeah I get papaya on the nose always with this one, but primarily peach oh, yeah. and apricot on the tasty notes are going to come through right up front. Mm -hmm. No wood oaking on this one. Also, no additional vintaging on this guy either. So this is one of our great table wines that you can kind of um, buy and keep if you want to or serve right away. I like it. I mean, it's, it's not it's not that sweet. It's just perfect. It's dry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people think it's a lot sweeter than it is because of that fruity nose that you get from this grape, which is just because the hybrid of the grape is the Moscat and Grenache. So that's really going to come through from the skins um, on this grape. But residual sugar on this, not even 1%, 0. 0.5. So oh, super dry good. on the yeah. realm of the dry kind of residual sugar side. I like it. Yeah, one of I my mean, I, I could too. be sitting here drinking wine all, all, all day in the Volcano Winery. Yeah. <laughs> Good, great. <laughs> we're open ten to five thirty daily, so we're here for. I know, it. yeah. You live if, if you live in this side of the island. This is where to live because then you can always drink grapes. This has always been a a dream, you know, to 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 live in a in a winery, maybe like in a monastery, you know, and drink grapes, drink wine, eat yeah. grapes. Yeah. yeah. See, it's I'm getting drunk. No, I'm just. <laughs> <kidding>. no. <laughs> 
It's definitely yeah. not a monastery here with all the bunkers <laughs> that we have on the property. Uh, we gotta no, get the monks, the monks and the sheep and the shepherds here, and everything it is. Yeah. No, it's really great. And it, you know, before I started working here, I didn't even think it was gonna be possible to have a chance to harvest grapes in Hawaii in general or go through that kind of experience. And it has been really fun and, and very kind of educational to also get that side of winemaking as well, which is really nice. And it really makes you appreciate your wine as well because you're putting your own effort into picking those you're off right, the vines yeah. and blood, sweat, and tears. And it's really fun, but it definitely is hard work. And you also pick them, right? Mm -hmm. You also pick the grapes. Yeah, you, we don't you know. export help at all to come pick the grapes everything that happens on the property it happens between our 15 employees wow that's amazing and let me tell you there's about six of them that actually pick grapes so you also go out there and, yep yep wow yep. that's really good for wow, sure I, I love to get my hands in all the realms and if we could everybody else would too but someone has to still make the sales on the inside yeah, at the same time as we're picking this is an amazing property fun. It's an amazing property. You got wine tasting here. What else do you guys have? You have a little store. Tea tasting. Because we have our estate tasting? tea, okay. estate tea that we're going to try inside later too. Um, and everybody assists with that as well. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes in to pick our tea. It's all of our own uh, employees that are picking the tea and the grapes throughout the year. And so we do tea tasting, wine tastings. We make in-house cheese spreads that we mix right here on the property as well. Those are cream oh, okay. cheese spreads. So there's a lot of fun stuff up here. And the olives? Olives are still young. Oh, okay. So they're so about the, so four that's a years new thing. old. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a new thing. Okay, mm -hmm. well, I can't wait for the olives. Is it green olives or? You know, I'm not sure. I asked our winemaker that, and he wasn't super sure because we haven't actually seen the fruit on it just yet. Oh, okay, yet. okay. Well, we, soon. it's about four years old, and for grapes and olives, they take about eight years, seven to eight years for maturity to actually get a nice fruit set. However, oh. because this is such a rainy property, or just in general, Big Island is so rainy, um, the flowering season is during. Wow. our kind of tropical storm season so we haven't seen the fruit set on the olives yet so that'll be interesting to see i, I remember traveling to uh spain and portugal i i would see olives on the on the side of the road forever i would fall asleep to take a short like 30 minute nap and i'll wake up and we're still seeing the olives you know mm -hmm. so i i so you know i i, I you know I, many orchards yeah them. They, they grow forever look at the color of this one interesting Pretty, color a huh? little darker yeah. Yeah. So this is our table version Pinot Noir. Now table basically in comparison to the other Pinots we had, no additional vintaging. This is not going to have a declared year on the outside mm -hmm. of the bottle. It takes about two years of course to produce any bottle of wine um, with the, with the fermentation and everything else. Mm -hmm. But this is going to come across not additionally vintage in the bottle. So you're welcome to cellar this one. I do prefer to cellar it. Um, but right up front it's going to give us a little more of a juicy palette. So that plum, that current raisin tone is going to come across right up front here. And you're going to get a subtle French oak, mm -hmm. well-balanced body here. This is perfect for ribeye steak or something off. Oh. Um, you know, you guys are doing something a little heartier for the pairings on this one. And portable mushrooms and squash and bacon so, and mushroom and onions. And so if somebody in Oahu wants to get a bottle of, of Volcano Wine, where where the where can they get that? In, in Honolulu? or So I would say on Oahu Island at the NEX, at the Safeway. Mm, um, they, okay. There's a few select bottles at like Walmart and Target. However, if you want to get any of these bottles, even our limited, we can ship it next to Air FedEx. 20% off Kamaina rate for all mm -hmm. the bottles. You just have to call us directly and order that over the phone okay. and we'll get that in the mail for you. And then if somebody wants to see the bottle, they can go in this, on the site, website. Yep, yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. Or give us a call. A lot of people have questions on tasting notes and things yeah. like that. And so please just call mm. the winery directly and we'll help you with that order right over the phone too. Wow, okay. Okay, this is a beautiful color. I've never seen, um, I, would, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything this, this color before. It's mm -hmm. interesting. Right? And we were trying three Pinot Noir, so you really get to see those different hues and color. And mm. the vintaging makes a big difference, too. I like this one. I like this one, too. It's so smooth. Mm -hmm. A little bit more of your fruitier side for your mm -hmm. Pinot. I like it, though. It's, it's not a, at all... It's, it's, it's perfect. It's not yeah. sweet. No, it's not, not at all. Absolutely it's not. not. Sweet this at all. is still very dry, but it does give us more of the tones of that the skin on this one, for sure. Yeah. Our owner's favorite is the Pinot Noir, so we do three here, which I'm not complaining with because one of my no, favorites I, I, as well. One of my, my my favorite red is the Pinot Noir. I do. I love Pinot Noir. They're young grapes, you know. Uh, I, I I tend to um, to drink like red in certain like one whole year, and then I stop drinking red and I go back to white. Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. just get that. I don't know why. No, it's good to change your palate up because yeah. sometimes you're tongue it over things pretty quickly. Especially in and the so, summer, I like white, but when it yes. gets colder, I like red. It oh, just depends. Sure. But I love Pinot Noir grapes. Yep. Yeah. Yep, something light and refreshing Definitely. for the summer is really nice for sure.
Wow, this is this is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you. If you just tuned in, I'm talking to Lonnie De La Pena, who is a, um, who is a manager, I believe, mm -hmm. manager yes. at the Volcano Winery here in Hilo, the only winery in Hilo, right? Volcano. Volcano Winery mm -hmm. in, in Big Hilo. Island in general. Yep. Special, unique. There's one on Maui. There's two in the state. And this is the southernmost, so we're definitely going to get a different kind of climate here. Um, and you Aww. need to have that higher elevation, that higher kind of colder climate, or else you can't you can't. Go I mean, it, there's no winery in Oahu, so you would have to fly down to Hilo to to, to drink this. Yep, stuff. come on yeah. over. Yeah, for sure. Or call us, and we'll send you some. I mean, you know, it's like yeah. I mean, everybody likes that. And there's so many interesting places here for bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. People can actually stay overnight here. Yes. Come, yeah, it's almost like going to a little Napa and a little Sonoma. It's super quaint. Yeah. It's got natural AC, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah. Illinois, it mists every night over here, so it looks like just like a little snow. It's really beautiful, and it keeps it nice and green and, and the everything's volcano. absolutely, which is right across the street, right? Because this yeah. is the base of Kilauea. And then, so you, and then there's a lot of there's a black crows here if you're into black crows. Yeah. yeah. The Hawaiian Alala Sanctuary is right across the street from us. So we do not prefer them to be at the vineyard. Um, <laughs> you have scarecrows? <laughs> they got scarecrows? They don't work. These birds, are, we have minor birds oh, up yeah? here. They, scarecrows. Oh, yeah. they Hawaiian birds, they have their own mind. They're they not scared yeah. of nothing. Uh, <laughs> and, and we're in the middle of residential area, so there's no cannon blasts and noise booms that uh -huh. we can do in our vineyard. So that's why you see that tedious netting situation up there. Mm -hmm. uh, we do get a lot of local nenegus that fly over and come over to try and see if they can get some grapes and turkeys and pheasants and mm -hmm. everything in between but it makes the property very nice you really get to hear the nice symphony of birds so we're gonna go to some semi-sweet all right you ready semi we're gonna go a little fruitier on our palate okay. this is one of our top sellers it's been one of our top sellers since the beginning and the opening of the winery and this is gonna feature that jibuchicaba berry that we talked about oh yeah all right. um but a lot of people think it's it's mostly jibuchicaba and it's not it's 15 percent but it does come through um it has a really interesting almost a drier tannin from that berry that comes through like the chalkiness of a plum and on this guy what we're going to blend it to is a base that we can't grow here which is ruby red cabernet and here on the property with just the amount of rainfall like we talked about we get some of those bigger bolder reds are mm -hmm. too temperamental mm -hmm. for this property so cabernet sauvignon merlot carignan those kind of things are not able to be grown here in hawaii so we bring in the base on this one from california which is a semi-sweet medium bodied Ruby Red Cabernet, and that is Cabernet Sauvignon, Carignan, and Alicante. Mm -hmm. We have some of our Symphony Dry here as well, and 15% Jibuchicaba. Mm. Wow. So nice, fruity, sangria style almost for this one. But you are getting the same ABV as the last bottle, so you're not going to compromise alcohol by going a little sweeter, which is really nice. So this is a great summer red. You can do a slight chill on this guy. It's going to offer you more fruit tone for sure. It's jammy on the palate, which I really like. And if you think about pairing with like cherry and cranberry tones, pork is amazing with this one. Oh, um, wow. Turkey dishes, my Thanksgiving wine to bring out those kind of peppery tones on the finish, which come from the Jibuchicaba berry. Yeah. You know, I, I've never really heard of that berry before. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. Let's show you that picture. I, I've never heard of the berry before. I, I don't even know if they make that for other wines. You know, around the world they do. And I don't think the other islands even have the berry as no. much growing on the island. I'm sure it's gone over to some. Maybe you see them up in the mountains. But mm -hmm. on the big island, it's, it's quite rampant. And it's in a lot of people's backyards. People farm it. Oh, yeah? um, oh. It grows wildly. But it's very perishable, which is also why you won't see it at the farmer's markets. Oh. By the time it's ripe, by the next day, it is too far gone. So what we do, basically, is we'll get them locally, buy them by the pound, and freeze it just like a grape until we're ready to ferment that. Wow. It's gonna be fermented separately, pressed all by hand, um, and then yeast and water separately. When that's done fermenting, we're gonna blend it to the Ruby Red Cab base and the Symphony Dry to get this little semi-sweet top cellar. Mm-hmm. Volcano right. Red. All right, cheers. You can smell that kind of cherry, cranberry tone right up front oh, on wow. this one. Yeah, this is good. Yep. I like a little chill on this during mm -hmm. the summer. You can do red sauce and pizzas and pastas with this one. Oh, yeah. This is great. Easy drinker. This is a crowd favorite because see, a lot of different palettes. Let me see what this volcano is. Volcano oh, Red. Oh, Volcano Red. Mm -hmm. So this is the popular one. Pele's Delight. Mm-hmm. Pele's sure. Delight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I know the Volcano Winery participates in all these um, activities, you know, and one of them is the yearly event that you guys do. It's a fundraiser for the Volcano Winery Harvest Festival. Mm-hmm. And this is uh this is an interesting thing, 
Because I know there's a school around here, right? Mm -hmm. That you guys um, kind of help out? Only one school uh -huh. in the Volcano City area. And it's Volcano School of Arts and Sciences, which is a public-private charter school, which is mm. very hands-on, small classrooms, uh, locally sourced foods that are prepared for the keiki, um, a lot of things that are outdoor. They do a lot of beach cleanups. It's a really amazing little school. And uh, it's very kind of volcano style, very quaint, very small, mm -hmm. and very small scale. So we started the Harvest Festival about six years ago. And initially, it's exactly what it was. It was just a Harvest Festival for the winery. And by the second year, the owners, Del and Marie, said, you know, let's do it for some, something good cause in our area. And we love to do community events. So we'll do a lot of tastings at the other things in Hilo, like the Hilo Huli and the Taste of Hilo and all those different things. But the only thing that we actually host and put on is the Volcano um, Harvest Festival, which happens once a year. And that already and took place? That yeah. just took place. It happens normally every second Sunday of September. Mm-hmm. And happens right here on the property. It's a short little Sunday evening that we have, and a lot of local community restaurants come and serve. Like mm -hmm. we really showcased Kilauea Lodge this year, uh, which we had breakfast at, which was amazing. Yeah. But they did a couple different appetizers, and then a bunch of other local businesses that are really close to us here in the community also came and served up delicious poo-poos. And then we had Hilo Brewing doing beer, and of course we were serving wine, and all the proceeds went to the school. Wow. So this year, of course, it was due to their uh, healthy food initiative, which we were happy to take a part of for sure uh, good. wine wine with a cause huh yep why not drink for a good cause there's nothing wrong with that amazing what do you think about that volcano red i like it i like it different I mean, yeah i like it i definitely like it i mean this is something that i i know my my family would like this one mm -hmm. <laughs> yep yeah. and that's the great thing about it for the volcano red you you don't have to think about oh well she really likes this or that because you know what that is one that really goes for a lot of different palettes i know i can tell and it's an easy drinker mm -hmm. for sure very tasty it's great with food and uh like mm -hmm. you said specific uh yeah definitely my thanksgiving wine because it does bring out more of your cranberry mm -hmm. and pepper tones mm -hmm. so for turkey and pork that works really well but if you just want to have an evening of pasta and pizza that one also goes really good so i'm gonna give us a little rinse as we go from the red to the white one more time and we're gonna try the second fermentation of the symphony grape that we started our flight off with with the dry side that white grape that we tried one of our originating grapes the shorter fermentation on that is going to give us the closest fermentation we'll get to like a Gewürztraminer Moscato. Mm -hmm. On the semi-sweet side, normally what you get from Moscato is about 6% on the residual sugars. And when we produce this one, it's about halfway to it. It's about 3.5. And that's mm -hmm. going to give us a little bit more of the peach and apricot tones without that sickly kind of syrupy sweet tone to it. So this is the Symphony Mele. Symphony Song Wine. Semi-sweet, medium So why is it called Symphony? That's the grape varietal. Oh. So UC Davis, Professor Omo, created this grape in 1942. He named it the Symphony. Not mm. sure why, as far as what the Symphony for him has a personal meaning. Uh, but it's the Moscow of Alexandria and the mm -hmm. Grenache tree. And it's called the Symphony. And so a lot of times you won't hear it being referred to as a French-American hybrid anymore because it's been around so long. Mm -hmm. It's just the Symphony, but that's exactly what it is. And so if you see Symphony when you're in California, it's grown in Central Valley. That's where it's from. Mm. Um, you're going to commonly see it used in blends, but you might be not showcased right up front. But you might recognize it more now that you think about, you know, wow. what the symphony is. Because a lot of people think it just means same with wine or, but it's actually a great variety. So what does mele mean again? Symphony. Song. song. Wow. Yep. Mele means song Beautiful. in Hawaiian. So I, I'm wearing my, my t-shirt for the music notes. So nice. I guess this is oh, this is the perfect line for you then. <laughs> totally. Let's start making you sing. <laughs> well, after a few, I guess I will be. <laughs> So you're going to see mm. that similar nose coming through from yeah. the dry that we had. Mm -hmm. But this one is going to finish with that tasting note all the way through. Mm. So you're going to get that peach and apricot like this throughout to the finish. This is a great kind of um, cucumber That's salad, great. grilled fish kind of wine. Uh, creamy pastas, alfredo, that, scampi that's over for there, this right? one. Yep, this is the Symphony Mele. Oh, the Symphony Mele. Okay, yeah, I like mm -hmm. that one. Yep. yep. This I'm is a have, nice I'm little sunset sipper. I'm going to have to bring that back. The Symphony Mele? Look, you see the music notes on your shirt? I know. To oh, yeah, totally match. Yeah. But it's great for all kinds of food. Yeah, Perfect. it is. Potato chips. Also goes good with this one. Anything salty oh. and crunchy. Salty, crunchy, creamy, sharp. So for something for this, yeah. It's great. So we produce about 60,000 bottles a year here. 
mm -hmm. um, right here on this property. Nothing gets exported off the property. So everything we bottle, even if we bring in grapes, all happens here. So it's very hands-on. It's very and exclusive. Yes. Which, which, is, which is special. For sure. So and nothing's machine made, which is interesting. We do have the fermentation room, which has the different vats. But when it comes to even the bottling, mm -hmm. it's gravity fed. And we're doing them six bottles at a time. We're corking them individually one at a time. So this is a very kind of cool winery where we're really seeing locally made products. I love um, that. And very unique lineup, too. When you go to a lot of wineries, you know you're going to taste five Pinot Noirs. Or you're going to taste... Mm -hmm. three different chardonnays and with this one you're gonna try dry to sweet but they're all gonna be super unique to themselves for sure so you'll find one you like for sure next one up for us okay you see that beautiful color coming through on this one uh it's got that nice little almost like cherry caramel mm -hmm. kind of amber color this is going to be coming through with that same brazilian jibochi caba berry but mm -hmm. we're going to be doubling it in this guy in comparison to the red so the two wines that have volcano in their name volcano red and volcano blush are the only two wines that we produce with the berry all with the berry yep. okay 15 percent present in the volcano red 30 percent in the volcano blush so we're going to taste a little bit more of that jiboji kaba here mm. it's also going to be paired to a dry base like we talked about for all of our fruit blends um and that's going to be this guy right here the symphony dry which is coming through 70 percent of this bottle so you mm. can get that nice golden color and then with the hint of that red normally your blush and rosé blends are red and white grapes and that's where you're gonna get that red tone from is from the skin of the the grape itself but this is gonna be the skin of the jibochi kaba look at that notes. color yeah nice well, one right? thing with wine tasting is you love you have to look at the color right yes the color and the smell the scent definitely want to get your nose and in there the, and get some good um, uh, real nice fruit tones or spice tones or whatever it's coming through right up front and it's different for everybody so it's kind of fun when you get more and more into wine tasting you know it's all about that smell and that color mm -hmm. and clarity and of course taste yeah nothing goes beyond that definitely cheers cheers to me the white grape base on this one reveals more of the spice chibochi mm -hmm. naturally has almost like a white peppery spice to mm -hmm. the skin and that's gonna come across a little bit more present on the palate right towards the finish with the spicy tones. Cherry, cranberry, peach and apricot notes right up front. So this is a nice little um, blush blend for the beach, anything off the grill, my fish taco wine. Oh. Mm. I, I, I could almost savor that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't finish as sweet as it smells. I, I like it. Mm -hmm. Good, I'm glad. I like everything actually. Yeah, okay. I like everything. I mean, from the from the limited edition dry wine to this, I I, I love it, yeah. So it's a good variety. Loaded with your favorite volcano wines before you leave here today. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some. And okay. and of course you ship, right? You ship. We do ship. And when you're visiting from out of state or you want to send to friend and fa friends and family in the other states as well, we ship to 38 different states and everyone has a different importing law. So if questions on that, please visit our website or mm -hmm. call us and we'll tell you the states we do ship to. And uh, oh, okay. when you're in-house and you're visiting and you're Kamaina, you get 20% off. But if you're not in Kamaina and you don't live on one of the Hawaiian Islands, we'll ship you with a nice discount at 6 and 12 bottles as well. So oh, good. we have a little bit of everything for or, everybody. Or you can, you, can make a, you can make a friend, Kamaina friend. And you can... Build the case together. <laughs> yeah, why not? That's friends for life after that. <laughs> I know. See, that's, that's how you know I've been drinking a lot already. <laughs> that's okay. You loosen up a little These bit. These are dribbles. These are just dribbles. <laughs> So one of our other top sellers um, is one, it's a really complex wine. I think mm -hmm. of all of our wines that we make, this has most layers. You're gonna get a lot of different layers coming through in different flavors as you continue to drink this wine. And this is our top selling Hawaiian guava grape. And we're really proud of the fact that we source all of our local guavas right here from the island, which is a big thing. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of the juices and things that are made in mass quantity, even though they're local, are Mexican guavas. Um, and so this mm -hmm. is Kapoho grown. This is where the lava was flowing last year. The orchard is still alive. And we are getting these delicious little buggers from them. That's a guava. That's a guava. Oh, wow. Common yellow guava. I love guava. That's the tennis ball size, not the guayvi that you see growing wild here all over the Big Island, which is a different varietal of guava. Mm. Um, but this is going to come across more sweet than those guys. You're going to mm -hmm. get that beautiful pink kind of flesh coming through with a lot of your flavor. But what's really fun on this one is we're also going to get the seeds in the fermentation. Oh. We're going to get the skin and we're going to get the spiciness and the buttery tones from those two things also um, on the palate as you're drinking it. 40% of this is a Symphony Dry. So you're going to get local common yellow guava, 60% on this great. one. This is guava Hawaiian grape. Hawaiian guava grape. 
Hawaiian guava grape. Now that that's unique to the island. Oh, for sure. I've I mean, had another guava wine before, but I believe it was 100% and it didn't taste anything like this. So even if you've had guava wine before, it's not going to taste like this one. You're going to get a lot of layers, like I mentioned. And when I talk about layers, I'm talking about sweet up front, fruity up front, mm -hmm. buttery, almost like popcorn buttery tones towards the finish on this one. Right. little heavier body. It's going to lay on your palate more like a Chardonnay with no oaking on it, though, mm. um, but giving you that buttery kind of texture as you finish it. Mm, I can smell that. It smells great. Thank you. You're welcome. Cheers. Smells like a fermented guava, right? If you grew up in Hawaii, you, smell the guava. you smell the guavas on the vine, or you pick too many and you have one that's mm. sitting and it's a little getting uh, fermented already. Great. I love it. This is what's gonna yeah. smell like and taste like. It's really kind of fun. I mean, if you're a guava lover or grapes, this is a drink. Wow. Yeah, for sure. For our fruity kind of wine drinkers that don't want a high residual sugar, this is about Moscato sweet when it comes to the blend and how high but it, it is. It, it tastes digital. better. It tastes. It tastes amazing. Different, yeah. right? Yeah. 40% grape, 60% fruit on this one. And you really want to pair it now. If I'm doing a nice spicy Thai dish with this one, I mm. want a curry, I want pad thai, I want green pie salad. I want to waken the palate with something spicy and I want to bring that, push that butter forward, which is really fun on this one. So you can take it in a lot of different directions, but pork dishes are really good. And in Hawaii, we love to cook pork and guava jelly together, right? We glaze yeah, it yeah. with that. <laughs> so why not mm. have a little 12% guava on the side, have your favorite mm. pork dish with it. It's good with lao lao too, tested Kalua pig wine mm. for sure. Um, but Amazing. also if you want to have a brunch wine that's different for your ladies and you have different kind of tasting levels and some like a little sweet and some like a little dry, I get an extra brute dry champagne and top it with this one. No. And make little guava mimosas, which are really, really, really fun. Oh my gosh, she knows she knows everything. You know, this is the place to go. You know, we do a lot of job research here. Yeah. Um, just for recommendations. Just for, absolutely. For our customers, for sure. But how do you not know your wines unless you drink them? So we are very passionate about our wines because we really enjoy them and we're really proud of them. So this is a fun one that really pushes some different notes on the palate, for sure. And I'm just about, uh, I think I had how many, how many glasses now? No, I'm still good. <laughs> I'm still good. Luckily, I'm not driving. Nine. I'm becoming. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm going to load you up on some tea before you leave today. Oh, yeah, the We're tea. We're going to get nice and hydrated. So that, that's another thing that's really unique to the islands is the tea wine, right? Or how, what sure. is it called? Tea Infusion wine? tea Infusion wine. Infusion tea wine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And we're going to finish our flight with that one, which is super different. But when we talk about the tea, we've been growing tea here, I want to say, for about nine years mm -hmm. on this property. It's all hand harvested, and it's all loose leaf, which makes a big difference. By harvesting those and keeping them loose leaf, you're keeping a really delicate, low bitterness, high antioxidants, really nice, pure kind of uh, clean palette of tea. We do white, green, and black tea here, all Japanese tea. So let's try our version of dessert. Now we mentioned here on the property, I get, we get frost, which is how we're able to follow a California season when it comes to grape growing and grape harvesting. But normally you would get an ice wine at the frozen temperatures on the vine, which we don't reach, or you would get a late harvest Riesling in the later winter months when you have a high residual sugar on the grapes, which we won't get past 33 degrees here. And thank God, because I don't want to pick grapes in the winter um, in any kind of freezing temperatures either. So what we do instead for the last two you're going to try are honey for both of them. Beautiful color coming through on both. They're going to be in these little skinnier bottles. And that's what's going to be an indication that this is a dessert wine mm -hmm. when it's in this little narrow bottle. And this is going to be 100% pure local macadamia honey right here. And this is going to be the infusion of the tea into that macadamia honey. Wow. So, so, so one is the infusion tea mm -hmm. and this is the honey. Okay. Yep. So pure local south side of Kona honey fermented lightly with yeast and water. Now, have you ever had a mead before? Have mead? I ever had M-E-A-D. Vikings started creating this in Europe. Mm. Thousands, I, I mean, so. hundreds of years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure when it started, but it's one of the oldest originations of alcohol that was created. And it's just basically mead means fermented honey. So when we say this is our mead wines at the end, that's exactly what we're talking about. And mead became very popular in the United States recently. You're gonna see a lot of meaderies. And basically what that is, is fermented honey. So go check them out. But the difference mm. between this one and those is gonna be viscosity. And we call it a honey wine because of how thin it drinks. Mm. It drinks very silky smooth. You're not gonna get the thickness of the honey, but you're gonna get the sweetness of it. So think about wow. something for dessert on this one. Um, it's got a very interesting nutty nose Jeez. to it, naturally coming from that honey. Oh, wow. I love the smell of honey. Mm -hmm. You can smell the honey. Mm -hmm. mm. Nothing else in there. This is very pure. This is wow. just pure this local macadamia honey. This is, this is like, um, you know, you know what they say? She, she moves like honey. 
<laughs> I quote, Silky. I, I, I quote music. <laughs> you want to bathe in it? <laughs> no, this is a really, really delicate version of fermented honey. And without having mm. any wildflower, any, any wow. other kind of tone coming through. I so you're it. really going to taste that. Oh, my God. I'm going to end up bringing back a whole bottle. I don't know how many <laughs> bottles I'm going to bring it back now. We got a case for you, don't you worry. <laughs> mm. One of my favorite pairings that I tried with wow. this one, though, it's is great. pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin, cinnamon spices with this. It warms the palate. It brings the nuttiness forward. But it's also 12% ABV. So this is a freezable little booze cube. You can oh. drop into whiskey, bourbon, and scotch and make a really nice special oh, that, cocktail. That, that, that's an idea. Right? Wow. Berries go great in it. If you want to do fresh like berries that. in your glass, you want to rim it with dark chocolate, that's a beautiful little dessert wow. in a glass that you can do for you and your ladies or your special other half. And um, this is the closest we get to a dessert mm-hmm. wine for us. I love it. I love the smell of honey. Yeah, this smells fantastic. So when you freeze it in your in your ice cube tray, mm. your whole fridge smells amazing. Uh, and, and honey is good there. for you. That, grapes are good for you too. Yeah, I feel like this is right. just a healthy tasting mm-hmm. we're doing, right? That's right. That is healthy and <laughs> just delicious. fruit for breakfast. It's Why perfect not? Perfect in every way. This is fun to bake with too. We've um, tried it with like your uh, bread pudding, macadamia bread pudding. Glaze this right on top. Think outside the box because whatever you would use 100% honey for, you can definitely use this one. If you have iced coffee and you want to mm. just do the whole inside of your glass with this, nice and chilled. Dump your coffee in there. This is a fun way to experience yeah. our dessert wine. But if you're a dry drinker, many other ways to enjoy this honey for sure. This is great. Thank you. I, I like yeah. that. I like the I'm honey glad wine. You get to try I, I don't it think I ever had honey wine before. So now when you're traveling around and you see a meadery, you're going to know what that is. Yeah. And that's just fermented <laughs> honeys. Yep. Now this little beauty coming across with a different kind of color in comparison to that last one is going to be the infusion of our state japanese black tea so we do white tea green tea and black tea here black is fully roasted in comparison to partially roasting the green tea and that's where you're going to see that really beautiful roasting um kind of tone coming through but we're not going to be brewing the tea and dunking it into the vat or anything like that what we're going to do is complete the vat of macadamia and honey wine have this completely fermented 12 mm. percent alcohol and then we take a big bag of fully roasted fresh picked loose leaf black tea and do a cold steep over time so it's like almost doing a cold cold brew in your cup not heating it up and leaving that bag in there transferring over tannins from the tea you're getting a really nice kind of nutty tone um, from that fully roasted black tea but you're also going to be getting kind of like a japanese sweet tea fill throughout mm. the palate here so i like to pair so, with japanese food so this is the tea infusion tea infusion tea infusion alex wood our winemaker wow i can smell that did tea. this about you know, seven this. years ago now mm. so this is caffeinated Mm-hmm. We're going to pick me up before it slaps you back down. Um, it's really, really fun to pair it with tempura, sesame chicken, any mm. kind of sushi. Your wasabi shoyu is going to bring out more of the Japanese tea on this one. It's great for breakfast with scones or like pastries and things like that. Or a golfing drink. We like to dunk this in some uh, sparkling lemonade with lemon slices and treat it like a pumped up on a palmer, which is kind of fun, but very delicate. So no bitterness. And you're also going to get more of an earthy tone on this one. It cuts the uh, sweetness down just a little bit by having that tea soaked in there. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Mm. Sweet tea? Yeah, it's good. I I love the smell. You can smell the tea. That's what I like about this. You can smell everything. You can Mm -hmm. smell the... All of the flavors in in the wine. The tasting notes are very distinguished here, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a fun one. So 100% local on these honeys for sure. So, so, so this is a special tea, right? I mean, I mean a special wine for, uh, for, uh... for sure, because mm-hmm. it's a very unique flavor, um, and it can be done in the morning too. So this is a very special bottle where you're getting your local honey and you're getting your estate tea. So I wouldn't be chugging like a six ounce glass of this and. You know having it but it's you very could. you definitely could for sure but it's nice to just sip on this one you can do a little hot if you want to warm it up like a socket oh yeah um wow. and you can definitely see those beautiful kind of legs coming through on this one for sure but this is a really nice silky delicate little japanese sweet tea And that's so, the whole tasting uh, So how do you, um, so if somebody wants to um, check out the winery, how do they find out about the winery? 
We're all okay. over social media. Mm -hmm. So we do have a really nice um, Instagram and Facebook that has a lot of updated information. We'll do some live feeds on there, mm -hmm. talk about our wines. We do have our website. But if you're mm -hmm. in the area, we're going to pop up on your feed. And if you Yelp us, we're going to be ranked right on top because this is only the winery, only winery on the Big Island. So if you're in the area and you just type in winery in general, we're definitely going to pop up for sure. Um, and you'll see us at some of our local businesses nearby. We'll have our information out there. And then hopefully Coconut Wireless, if you hear from somebody else, that's where you're going to get a lot of our local um, kind of advertisement happening is from people that come and experience it here and then tell friends about it. But visitors, for sure, you're going to want to look on your phones and kind of look in your nearby area. Or, or the website? The website, oh, for yeah. sure. Yep. All right. Wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much for Thank all you. of this amazing wine. I think I'm 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 still standing. So which which means that <laughs> Well, you're sitting. We're going to test that out in a little bit. Uh, well, I'll stand up. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much and and thank uh, you. Lani. and thank you Malia de la Peña, who's a sister, your sister. Yeah, so to making this possible. Thanks, so it was guys. Um, it was a very wonderful experience and uh, Volcano Winery is where you need to check out. Um, this this place is beautiful. Uh, Hilo is a beautiful place. There's so many flowers on the way here, yep. um, on the side of the road. They just grow um, wildly. Very lush and green. And uh, yeah, and uh, just uh, the whole feel of the just the, the ambiance in here. It's a beautiful day. Um, yeah. Well, so give us the address of the Volcano Winery. So we're located in Volcano, directly across from the National Park, which is probably about two miles away from the National Park entrance. We're at 35 P.E. Mauna Drive in mm -hmm. Volcano, and um, like I said, if you yelp us in your nearby area, you can find the directions to get here. We're in the back of a little residential area, so we're a little hidden gem. But come find us and hunt us down, and you'll, That's even better. <laughs> you'll have a great experience for sure. We also allow um, you to bring your own appetizers, or if you want to have something you want to snack on outside and have a bottle and a glass and enjoy it out here in this lovely kind of garden area for sure. Mm -hmm. Or come and do a tasting with one of my girls and my, my lovely sales representatives inside. We'd love to do a tasting with you, and we love our wine, so it's fun. Thank you so much, Lani. Thank you. Uh, this is uh, Nocturna, and uh, you're listening to the Queen of Wands podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is uh, such a, an honor. You know, I, I like being on camera. Well, not really, <laughs> but uh, now, now when you're drinking, but that's all right. You know. <laughs> cheers. Okay, cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.